podcast on the Handshake Media Network. I'm your host, Neil Griffiths. I'm not in a studio. I'm in my bedroom right now. This is where we are at in self-isolation world. Uh, producer Zig has the entire setup in his home studio. Zig, how you holding up, buddy? I'm good, man. Uh, we're in ISO time, so, you know, we're making the best of it. This is a very strange time. For those that don't know, Zig works for the Handshake Media Network uh, on um, shows like The Take. He's done a lot of editing work with me. And, um, yeah, this is kind of where we're at right now for the foreseeable future. Um, we'll be getting these podcasts out from our homes to wherever the hell my guests are. Uh, on this episode, it's Nick Littlemore from Pinyao and Empire of the Sun who is in quarantine himself in L.A., uh, he's on to promote Blossom's new EP called My Friend. It's out April 3. Uh, for those who don't know, Blossom is a new project that Nick has started with Alistair Wright from Crowd Control. Uh, they've been releasing a couple of songs in the last few months, uh, and now a new EP, My Friend. It's out on Friday. Um, yeah, I'm really cool to, to talk with Nick. Obviously, a very interesting guy to chat to in the best of times. Uh, He's in, when we recorded this, day 17 of his self-isolation. Um, you would think it would be a, a sad time for someone at that stage of quarantining, but he is just making music. Uh, he's got more Blossom music on the way, new Pinyao music on the way, and he also t- talked to me a bit about the new Empire of the Sun record that is on the way. It'll be the band's first since Two Vines in 2016. Uh, so a very exciting time for Australian music fans and for Nick. Uh, here's my chat with Nick on the green room. All right, joining me down the line from LA, Nick Littlemore of Pinyao. Nick, welcome back to the green room from LA. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here again. Um, yeah, in uh, weird circumstances, but the perfect time for a podcast, really, if there ever was one. You would think so. I mean, this is the first time I've done a podcast where I'm also on the phone with someone else on the phone. I know Zig's in the home studio right now connecting these calls. Uh, you're in, what, day 17 of quarantine, Nick? Yeah, I, I locked down early because I have an autoimmune um, disease, so I sort of you know, want to take some extra precautions. Uh, how is uh, LA in, in the lockdown scenario? You know, it's, it's really quiet. The sky is clearer, and... Um, we're all going to get to witness the spring really come in. That's sort of what I'm taking from it. It's, it. We're just so quiet now. We can watch the whole earth kind of unfold and grow around us and realize that it, it would carry on if we all died, that the earth would go on and be beautiful and bountiful. I'm surprised you're, you've got a, a positive attitude towards this because I know how, how much you love nature and, and green and blue skies, but we're all kind of locked in right now. It's really nice to hear that you're staying optimistic. Well, I have a garden, so I'm, I'm really fortunate, you know. For most of my adult life, I've been in an apartment, but here in L.A., I'm fortunate to have a garden and with lots of big, beautiful plants, and it's, it's really inspiring. It's what started when Blossom first came together. We, um, we started in this garden, in this home studio, and Alistair had a profound experience with um, the spice from the other name, um, and uh, then we started making music straight after that moment. And uh, this garden, for me, I've tripped a lot in this garden and taken a lot of tears. <laughs> and it's got a real magical kind of thing about it, this place. You mentioned Blossom. Let's get straight into it. Debut EP from Blossom. My friend is out on April 3rd. For those that don't know, obviously, it's a collaboration with Nick and Alistair Wright from Cloud Control. 
Uh, Nick, tell us how this came together, because obviously crowd control uh, have been a, an Australian favourite for many years now. Obviously, you with Kanyao and Empire of the Sun. Uh, how did, did you and Alistair know each other many years ago, or is this a, a new relationship? It's a new friendship. I met him. I didn't meet him, but I we played a show, like the same bill at Candy's apartment, like late 2000 and like that first 10 years around this. I don't know. 2007. When candies were still a thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I, I remember them, I heard a song or two as we were packing down and they were singing four or five harmony. It sounded amazing. And that's all I remember. And then 10 years later, walking down the street with uh, Peter and Tim, our drummer from Operator Please. And um, he knows Alistair. Alistair was walking towards us. And I just sort of felt this thing like, this person's really special and we just, it was really casual and just a lovely way of meeting. I went to his show that night after we were playing as well, the same night we played earlier and I went out to the other side of town where they were playing and um, it just, it just all added up for me. And um, mm. the next time we got together was in Bondi. We, we just started experimenting. Um, I do a lot of stuff where I, get a singer into this sing over stuff, but it's all playing at half the speed. Mm. And then you pitch the vocal back down. So you have a lot more time to come up with ideas, but also it fucks with your phrasing and it, it, it's, it's different. It's weird for the singer as well, which I like to put them slightly in a strange place. And Alistair is very comfortable with strange places being something of a psychonaut himself. So, um, you know, he, he was just a perfect kind of pairing. So who broached the, the subject of let's get in the studio together? I did. As uh, I met him, I said, we should make a record. I said it within about two minutes of saying hello to the person. To, to wow. Answer. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm very impetuous. <laughs> did you, were you, I guess, thinking about a, a project or did you just want to make music with this guy and forget about whether you're going to be a band moving forward? Yeah, I I just wanted to. I don't know. It's why do thing? Why do people come together and do things? It's just this sort of sort of a bizarre gut instinct thing, which we can't necessarily explain. But I think we should always kind of listen to it. It's rewarded me from you know following that voice or that feeling more than logic. You know, I would say logic yeah. hasn't necessarily served me particularly well. Although in times like this, I think logic is quite important. Staying home and um, yeah. Is the way Blossom came together similar to how your projects with Kanyao or Empire or even the Two Leaves project of just an impulse or an instinct to, to get together with someone? Kinda, yeah. I mean, when I met Luke, it was somewhat manufactured because the label would put us together to meet. Um, but yeah, there was an instant attraction there. Um, and I think, yeah, that you, you have to have that, right? Initially, with, with whoever. You're going to do something with, I think there has to be a spark, something exciting. Yeah. Something very present about it. You know, you have to both be there in the moment. Things can happen so quickly with music, you know, if you have the right combination of um, abilities, you can do something very quickly. What you've said about this EP, this whole EP represents the start of what's become a huge part of our lives. Do you see Blossom now becoming a staple in your catalogue as Pinel is, as Empire is? Absolutely, yeah. We've done we've, we've pretty much got the first album and um, demos of 
the next album as well. You know, we're really excited about creating music together and uh, bringing in some special friends as well to to co-write on some of the things. It's just been really fun and really easy, and I think the music represents that. You can really get a sense that it's full of life. It's full of um, good feeling. How do you separate what you're writing and recording? Say if you are getting together with Alistair of Blossom, where are you at headspace as far as writing goes to when you're sitting down with Pinel or Empire? Um, they're all quite different, really. Um, and I mean, we use a lot of different um, techniques in all, and that goes across the board. We kind of try, you know, just, just different ways of getting ideas out. And uh, with electronics and stuff, there's so many ways that you can do things now. I could sing a little part and then uh, I could tune that and turn that into MIDI and then play that on um, a keyboard or, you know, on a guitar or whatever, you know, this. So a lot of it, all the projects, there is a kind of um, playing with the minutiae of ideas and energy and things. Um, in terms of the messages, I think Alistair and I really connect on this um this idea of blossom of ever ever new spring of ever new joy, um, and that's kind of, I guess, in a broad sense, what we're sort of connecting with. Whereas Empire, it's it's probably more story based, mm. I would say. Um, and then Pinyao is is really pure hedonism, and it's right out there on the edge, um, and it always kind of has been. There's something um, lightning about it, and um, it's fine in its befuddlement and its dataist kind of qualities. And, you know, it's not, doesn't have to, it can kind of be anything. Whereas, um, Blossom feels like a band, you know, and if you go and see them, Alice had put, put together a really good band and they put some shows together on, um, around January. And it was incredible. It's very much that spirit. Empire is not a band, you know, it's a theatrical experience. Pinyao is, um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, now is like an energy. Do you do you see yourself ever performing with Blossom again? Obviously, it is our story of bands. Uh, you do play with Pinyao Empire. You don't. Do you have any interest going back on stage? Especially as you've said, you've been ill the last couple of months, so you actually haven't been able to play. Yeah, I didn't do the run. Um, that was the first time I didn't do shows in my whole career. Actually, over New Year's and everything, that they did one of the I think the biggest run we've ever done, and I wasn't there. So that was kind of weird. Sitting here now, wondering because Peter was out to, about to do shows with uh, Fisher around the country. Yeah, like, the beach party. Mm. So um, that was going to be Pinyao. So I wasn't. I had no idea when I was going to, if I was going to go back on stage or whatever. Yeah, it's been a weird time, and now this has happened. <laughs> you know, mm. I kind of had my own pandemic, and then. Now the world's caught up and we're all fucking pandemic crazy now. So it's weird. World's having a midlife crisis. Yeah, I think we did this podcast at Falls in your dressing room on the, was it 30th of December? And what is it now? Mm. The 27th of March that we're recording this. How quickly things change, huh? It's amazing. It's insane is what it is. I remember feeling a sense of impermanence about a year ago that things, you know, had things were shifting. Obviously, politically, the landscape has been pretty messed up and the world is following suit with that philosophy, it seems, of destruction and 
you know, extreme capitalism, and then suddenly this happens. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. There's a meme going around mm. of like it's this is the earth sending us to our rooms to think about what we've done. This is what the coronavirus pandemic is. It's crazy. I mean, it could change the way we experience music, uh, music, songs, and and all that. Whatever the project is, I've always imagined a room, you know, a dark room full of sweaty people jumping around, having the time mm. of their lives. And now, is that not going to be a reality? I mean, right now, a lot of bands are performing on Instagram Live and doing YouTube shows. I mean, that's the reality right now. It's a matter of will things get better, hopefully, you know, by June, July. Who knows? It's pretty odd. I think it, it may it makes making recordings just even more exciting and people can put so much into it. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of great creativity come out of this. Obviously, you are in your LA home. Are you working on anything in particular now? Are you, I mean, obviously, you're quarantined, but are you... Figuratively laying low, or are you busy at work? I'm no, I'm working a lot, um, which has been really fun as a way of, sort of staying focused. But it, there's no um, expectations right now, so it's the, it's the best creative period I've had for a long time, um, just on my own. You know, that's part of the reason I collaborate because you, you know you get two energies working together. But you can do it all alone and just hang out here, and it, it's I'm loving it. Posting every day on Instagram, just weird beats and whatever I'm making. I just, I just wonder whether like music will change on a on a larger scale, and and lots of things will change on a larger scale if the concept of you know cinemas and and um, festivals and things like that are no longer over here. It's worse than over there, right? Yeah. Well, again, as we as we record this, it's a what a Friday morning. The talk is that we are close to, to doing a lockdown, similar to the UK, where it's only leave your house for groceries and that's it. But, you know, by the time this episode comes out, things could get better. It could have gotten much worse. Who the hell knows? You keep mm. referring to the fact that you're you're making new music, and it is a very exciting time for you personally, right? Because, I mean, the Vossing EP is about to come out. Uh, we know Pinel are making new music. I mean, you guys had a great year working with guys like Ollie Gabriel and obviously Cura Divine again. Uh, and there are talks of new empire music. Are you? Do you have a priority list right now of what needs to get done? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I'm putting out this thing with this young singer from Broadway, uh, and that song's coming out. About well, actually, we're doing a teaser next week. Her name's mm-hmm. Sophia Ann Carissa. She was the lead in David Bowie's last um, theater production. It was off. It was off Broadway, but like a kind of cooler New York theater. Okay. Um, and then it went. With a, a Ivan Van Ho, I think, or Edo, I can't remember the name of the director, but like quite a famous director. Anyway, so we've been making this thing that's coming out soon, and then I've got this. We've got another artist on Live Seventy Eight, um, which Blossom is a part of, uh, and that was we we're just about to shoot a clip, and then this happened, so we didn't do that, obviously. Yeah, um, and that's been in development for a few years which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Empire, we're, we're, we're talking and we've been doing stuff. We're, there's quite a lot of work that mm-hmm. is done. Uh, we went to Japan a few times and made some really interesting recordings out there and then we worked back in here, here in LA. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. There is something else I'm forgetting. Well, there's more to-do stuff. I've been working with John Omar from Jaguar Ma. 
Yeah. We've been making um, a Two Leaves record, which is all in three time. That's kind of oh. interesting. Yeah, it's a weird, weird kind of thing we've been doing. We made a lot of recordings, so I can just send them out to people and try and get them to sing or, you know, play or whatever. With the people you have collaborated with, I mean, obviously your brothers and Pinyal, um, the amount of people you've worked with on Two Leaves, Alistair and Blossom, um, Luke and Empire, who do you think has the most unique or odd way of, of coming together and making music? I think we all have our moments where we do something out out of the um, the ordinary. Um, but having said that, a lot of the the people I work with are, are more traditional songwriter, guitarist, or piano piano player and singers. Mm. Um, I'm more coming from a technology side, so the computer is probably my first instrument, and then all the analog components and gear and stuff like that but then i guess it's ultimately ideas um yeah um they're all so gifted in their own way um and i don't think there's much crossover in the people i work with like they all have very different um things um energies and it's a, yeah i don't know it's a bizarre thing um, you end up spending you know, a large portion of your life with these people making these things, uh, which usually starts out as like a brief flirtation and you make something uh, that people like it. And it's that initial energy before you really knew each other that well that seems to then you have to revisit all the time and try and conjure something out of something continually and continually um, with and then you've got to worry, wonder, what are you searching for? What, what is the end game there? You know, for me, it was never about trying to get wealth and all the rest of it. I don't think it is for most of the people I work with. You know, I think there is something deeper driving it. But having said that, a lot of musicians, as they get older, they seem to be less interested in doing stuff. Not all of them. But I wonder if I'll lose the energy. You know, I, I just love sound and trying stuff you know there's only 12 notes so come to it every day and see what see what can happen mm. it's so random you know it feels very random anyway um try and think about it the night before what other way you can approach something um in the end it has to be formalized in some way especially if it's going to be you know on any of those projects that you talked about the two leaves stuff which i have which is more abstract can house the, the 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 unbroken or you know the strange ideas that aren't fashioned into something that represents or you know resembles traditional song. You would assume commercially that Empire is probably the biggest project you work on. Obviously, the last album you guys did was Two Vines in 2016. You don't really tour or perform with Luke. Is that relationship very much? You guys just make a call, decide to get together in a studio. You work for a, a certain amount of time and then that's it. The album is done and it's Luke just goes off and tours it while you move on to the next thing? Kind of, yeah. I mean, we get together in between and things like that. But um, once the record is done, yeah, it's uh, we, we do the press together and then um, the touring, Luke goes off and does the touring, yeah. And that's always been the way. And that will be the same with Alistair. He will go off and do the touring. And, um, you know, it's just, I, my, my real 
um, passion in all these things is is to create and just to be probably in a room just trying to come up with things and then traveling or at least walking in nature and and when those stars align and uh, like when I met Alistair, like when I met Luke, um, you find someone to dream with uh, and create something out of nothing. They don't happen very often. I think it's a bit like falling in love, but it's a different Mm. kind of energy, but it's similarly uh, rare, I would say. Do you not need to fall in love again over and over there when you do come together and create? There, well, there, there is that too, yeah. And and when there's large gaps in between working, which can be good and bad, um, yeah. So there's, yeah, it's a funny thing. I don't think I liked the way the Beatles would tour and then they would just go in the studio for like a month and make something, you know, mm. up until it started to slow down as they as technology and everything allowed them to, to experiment so much deeper in the, the budgets. But I liked that concept that you just, you have, you know, exciting ideas coming together quickly, making a lot of stuff and then just mm. doing it, putting it out. I mean, you seem unfazed by that. I mean, you did mention earlier that um, you don't do it for the money on success, but uh, obviously, especially with Pinyao and Empire and hopefully Blossom, each time you get together, it's I guess there's, it's bigger. There's more. There might be more pressure because you're getting more and more people on board. Uh, the albums and songs are being received so well. Do you feel that pressure when you come back? Say with Empire, when you come back for this new album, uh, do you feel any more external pressure to create something as great as the previous records? Well, it's you know we're in we're in a, a big system with a thing like that, so there is some expectation, yeah, to come back. We can't just come back with beautiful music. It needs to have um, some kind of appeal on a commercial level. Um, and that's, it's, um, maybe that's part of the reason I love dreaming up new ideas because they don't have any of the weight of expectation on them. Yeah. Um, and that, that is just part of life, isn't it? It's like responsibilities. As we get older, we have responsibilities and uh, you just have to deal with that. I think it's part of it. Um, so there are, you know, it's compromise, and but the collaboration is anyway. Um, it's just once you have success, yeah, things get complicated because there are other voices coming in. And I think something that was just like a quiet room with a few people just making something special becomes, they become outside voices, you know, um, whatever it is, money men and um, whatever it is you know, label people or just not even their direct voices, but just the expectations that come with success. Um, you want to, you want to keep the train going and I don't know. It's it's such a head fuck. Well, let's go down the list then. You've, you've said that Blossom, uh, you've already got an album ready. Uh, new piano yeah. music. When, when do you think if you're going to tick these boxes, when can we expect a Blossom album a new Pinyon music and a new Empire album. I think the Blossom album, we're going to do a few EPs and then the album will be out in the next year and a half, I would say, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe less time, I'm not sure. I never really know this stuff. Empire um, is really cool. I don't know. I can't really say for sure. Uh, we've got some really good music. Um, so we'll just see, but it's a strange time. 
and Pinal, our next single is coming up very soon, and that features uh, Blossom, features Alistair as Blossom, and it's called Lucky, um, and uh, we have very high hopes of this record, and um, yeah, hopefully bring some luck to everyone else that hears it. That's really exciting, man. Mm. And we're just trying to orchestrate shooting a video where no one can actually be there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, we're hoping this is going to, if everyone just stays inside and follows the rules, then God hoping within a month to two months, the restrictions will ease. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, totally. I just want to push on and do things anyway, you know? I think... Um, cause, because I've already been hibernating, I think, since June, really, I feel like inactivity is not a good idea. Um, obviously, it's harder for some people than it is for others to work from home, but um, I think it's the only way to have sanity. I think we need it for our minds, you know? What well, you've I guess saying, we could meditate all day, but that's so hard. What you've been saying as far as you know, you need to create. If, as far as being a musician, this is probably the best time to do that, right? Because what else is there to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's an excellent time for musicians. And and also a terrible time because they can't make any money. Yeah. Well, that as well. I just as far as creating, but sure. Mm. It's the real jazz years coming in. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know it's, it's a very strange times. I really appreciate you coming on the ep is called my friend from blossom it's out on april 3 on lab 78 nick um hopefully we we see each other soon in, in better circumstances then yeah it, no it's a real pleasure for my week to talk to you so thank you awesome thank you nick big thanks to nick for coming on the green room podcast at his home in la and big thanks to you for listening to this episode uh zig how'd we do how was that how was the the phone world of podcasting it was great, man. I mean, here we are on the other side of the world, and, you know, these are the things we can get through technology. So, you know, whether this is the new form of how everything is done or just a temporary thing, you know, by any means necessary. Mm. As I said at the start of this episode, uh, Captain Zig is going to be leading this podcast for the foreseeable future from his home studio. Uh, so, Zig, please make sure I don't suck and make sure the podcast sound great, please. Done. <laughs> uh, the EP is out on April 3rd. Blossom, my friends, check it out when you can. And uh, yeah, let's all stay in hope for the new Empire of the Sun record and Pinal music. Thanks again for listening to The Green Room. If you like what you hear, check out the Handshake Media Network over on themusic.com.au. Uh, and more shows are still broadcasting right now as well, including that sax and Dean from Troy Nabavone and the take with Willie Mason. Uh, NRL star Willie Mason is doing a podcast with Handshake now, of course. The NRL is postponed right now, but the podcast is still going. So check it out on themedia.com.au, and I'll see you all next week with Zig. Bye. Peace.